When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this is the one and only T-Quest. You're tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Shout out to our listeners out there, new and old. You know myself, alongside my partner in greatness, DJ El Nino. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you are new to the platform, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM and at DJ El Nino. Follow us on our website, GodLoveMeWorld.com, where you can find God Love Me Radio, home of the music and conversations you want to hear. GLM Designs here to cater to all your graphic needs. GLM Merch, because in my opinion, it's hoodie season all year round, because last I checked, it does rain in Florida. And GLM Voice, because I am the voice goddess. And then remember, us here in the world of GLM, we're here to cater to every need, even if it's just a conversation. If you're a person that needs someone just to talk to or you want to start your brand and you need some help, all you got to do is contact us because we're here to help you elevate as a person as well as a brand. Before we get into today's show, you know, we have to do a mental check because at the end of the day, even the biggest smile may have something going on behind it. So we're going to make sure our people are okay. And like I said, if you need someone just to talk to, you can contact us. But as we always say... GLM with it. Hey, you. Me? Yes, you. Well, are you ready to take your brand to the next level? Hell yeah. GLM Designs can help you with just that. Word? From laptop skins. You want Promotional flyers. Yo, son. Promo videos. I need that. OBS switch overlays and backgrounds. Hey, yo, let me get that. Professional one sheets and so much more. Oh, my God. Please visit our website, GotaLoveMeWorld.com, today to check out our designs. Get it! Follow us on social media at GotaLoveMeWorld. Follow us! GLM Designs are here to take care of all your graphic needs. And of course, you guys know when it comes to the T Court Show with DJ El Nino, we always have special guests on the show from regular folks to celebrity chefs to entrepreneurs. You just never know who's going to be on the platform. So if you ever want to be on the show, the T Quest Show with DJ El Nino, relatable, formative, yet entertaining. If you think you can handle being a guest on the show, contact us. Today, we've interviewed independent artists to mainstream, regular folk to celebrities. You never know who's going to be our special guest, and one day it may just be you. Follow us on all social media platforms at TQuest GLM and DJ El Nino. El Nino. And speaking of SCA Best Skill Blend DJ of the Year and the Worldwide Fleet DJs Mix Show DJ of the Year, yes, he's award winning. So you know we have to give him his flowers. My partner in greatness, DJ L Nino, 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 <laughs> Nino. T Quest, what's going on? Happy to be here once again. As you should be, because this show is the greatest. Yeah, that's <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. And shout out to our listeners. Sean, DJ Abel, what's good, my man? Absolutely, DJ Abel. Jersey on the check yeah, Jersey in the Shout Brandy. out to Brendan. I know you guys are super excited about today's interview and today's guest. You know, I know we recently put a post up about this beautiful, gifted young lady. Yes. And there was like, I'll be too in. And I'm glad you guys are because it's going to be an incredible show as usual. Because that's what we're here to do on the T-Quest show. Like we always say, when it comes to the guests, particularly musicians, you know, it's more behind the music. You know, it's more behind the music. And like you said, recently, a lot of R&B artists been contacting us. Facts. You point. know, because it's time to bring. I know that it's weird to say it, but it's still the truth. We got to bring back real R&B if the new R&B is where music is today, that's cool. But there's still a lot of people out there that's feeding for a certain type of R&B that feel like it's getting lost in the shuffle. So it's our job to highlight it more. Do you agree, DJ Nino? Of course. Of course. Of course, I, I agree. You know what I mean? I got I got a radio show. I got an R&B radio show five days a week. You know what I mean? So you, you know I'm looking for it. So I, I'm happy that they're that they're coming out. You know? Absolutely. And you're the manager of the Vision of the, the Year man- R&B. There you go. Two times running. That part. Okay. That part. Yeah. Which means no pressure. But we got to keep bringing them great R&B yeah. so we can keep bringing in those awards. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. Let's bring back singers that sing and can sing. That part. That and part. Speaking of that, yeah. Without further ado, Watch what we got. let's bring to you guys Selena Albright. Hey, y'all. How you doing? How are you doing today? Good. I'm really good. It's a yeah. nice, cool, overcast day. Mm-hmm. You know, feels good. I got okay. sleep last night. I woke up this morning. <laughs> I really cannot complain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. This. So I'm really feeling blessed because I'm looking forward to that too. Absolutely. As we get older, those little things are just mean so much more. They you know? really do. They really they do. Really like, how's the weather? It's perfect today. Don't ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> Do not kill the vibe, please. Absolutely. No, I'm doing really, really, really good. How are y'all doing? I'm doing great. great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We're doing great. Absolutely. Yeah. Winning awards. We got the voice goddess over here. You know. Oh, did you notice, Selena? <laughs> I am the voice goddess. Oh, yeah. like, oh okay, radio. Oh. Let's do it. You know, when you've been, when God has blessed you with a gift. Okay, yes. you just have to share it with the world, you know. Some people so, are not courageous enough to share their gifts with the world, or they just feel good enough about it and don't have the confidence. And I'm glad that you're here, DJ T Quest. Awesome. And DJ, I see, I'm from Southern California, so <laughs> automatically say El Nino, and I know that's wrong, DJ El Nino. Thank you, thank you. A lot of people think that, you know, like as Nino, because it's a use of Nino, you know what I mean? Yes, so a lot of people be saying it like that, you know? Yes. 
I'm not at all Latina, but I just, you know, it comes out sometimes because of the Exactly. Because, you know, people just more, it's more common to the people, you know. Yeah. But, um. That's what we do. <laughs> What? Look, I'm the voice goddess I'll, I'll when it comes to voice acting, right? Yes, yes. But Selena, mm. Selena, yes, she yeah. Yeah, she's a voice goddess herself. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna be fun. I can already <laughs> crazy. I can tell. This is gonna be fun. It's definitely gonna be fun. Crazy. It's gonna be really cool. The silly. So I guess you can answer the first question from the people that are tuned in. It does. It rains regularly in Southern California. Yes, it does. The song is lying to you. It's not it's always. Lying. <laughs> in fact, we get floods out there. We've had floods wow. happen in LA. Southern California has got some weather. It's just not as harsh and it doesn't last as long as other places. So yes, it does. That is the answer. That, that. that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, well, well, it rains in Florida a damn day. Absolutely. <laughs> a day rains here. You know what I mean? But it's okay. Sometimes we need that. Facts. Yeah, sometimes you need we to need cleanse that. that away. Yeah, facts. Any, any homeowner who has a water bill is loving the rain. There you go. That part. <laughs> that part. That part. That grass. Yeah. yeah. That part. That is facts. That is facts right there. You're Factual. Right. You're Absolutely. right. You're right. Shout out to um, <laughs> Jay Dub the King from Jay Arizona. I on? know it's hot out there. Yeah, okay. Arizona in the Ooh. 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 Oh my God. I remember he was on social media the other day talking about something that was acting. His AC was acting. He was mad. I'm like, from what you hear in Arizona, I'll be upset too. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, but it's not about California. It's not about Florida. It's not about Arizona. It's all about Selena all day. Okay. So, <laughs> what we're going to do is when it comes to um, a lot of the guests, right? Yeah. No matter if they're, like I say in the intro, when it comes to musicians, they can be independent, they can be mainstream or whatever, right? In my personal opinion, no matter who you are, everybody's not going to know you. No. Even the most popular musician and artist, everyone doesn't know you. You got to realize every day a new baby is being born. So some of the artists from years ago, may not know who you are, even though they could be legends and other people's face. So out of respect for whoever is listening on whatever platform when they hear this, I want you to let them know who you are, where you're from, and about your beautiful gift. I can do that. So my name is Selena Albright, and I am an R&B, soul, and sometimes jazz songwriter, vocalist, and recording artist. Mm -hmm. uh, I am originally from L.A., so Southern California, which is why I was asked if it rained there. Uh, it does. And now I live in Denver, Colorado, which is really beautiful. And it snows here, so we have craziness <laughs> with the weather right now. It doesn't know what to do. Um, but yeah, that's who I am. I've been in the music business for over 20 years, whether in the background or in the forefront. And I have a brand new single out. And I swear these singles, they get more and more vulnerable and relatable every time I release one. I don't know what the heck the next one is going to sound like because, you know, 
you go through things in life and then you write about it and it's therapy. So, you know, I have a new single out called Dishonest Smile. And DJ T-Quest, you were talking about if something is behind your smile, call in and talk. <laughs> about that. I was listening. <laughs> I'm all about that. I'm all about self um, improvement, getting closer to, to God or just getting closer to yourself and loving yourself through whatever means necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. The reason, well, let's be clear. The song is called Dishonest Smile. There's nothing dishonest about me, right? Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> so me. I just put that disclaimer in That's there. Right. That's right. We, got, we all honestly in the building, all right? No. We straight. We straight in. Oh, That's good. I'm glad your smiles are honest because mine is honest too. I really feel comfortable with y'all and I'm ready to answer whatever questions y'all might have. I love that. I love that. Let me, let me ask you one question since, since you said something. You, you talk yeah. about you from Nile City from Denver now. Now, yeah. how, how does that how is that vocally? You know what I mean? Does, does that affect you vocally Ooh. or, you know? That's a good it, it helps. That's a great question. My whole body is my instrument. So I have to stay hydrated. I have to make sure I eat. Um, but high altitude is hard to breathe in. So, you know, if you sing in the mountains, like I used to, oh my God, I used to be in a cover band out here. I won't mention the name, but I used to be in a cover band and we would play on top of Aspen mountain. We would have to take a gondola all the way up to the top. And there's this, and you have to be careful about drinking these parties at the top of this mountain for weddings, whatever the case may be, conferences, like they were lit because people didn't realize you have to drink differently up there. And I'm not a drinker, but I love to watch. And so singing up there was super hard the first time. But as you train up there and you go up there and even just in 5280, you know, just right here where we are um, in the city of Denver, it's still hard to sing here. And I've heard saxophonists and trumpet players say that they really are exhausted after shows But if you train here and then you go to California or Florida or somewhere on an island, then you can sing all the really, really, really good long notes. So it it works for training, but it is hard to sing here. I'll be honest. Like it's a workout before you get used to it. I have almost fainted. (laughs) We can't have that. No, in the studio. I was like, oh, but yeah, you got to drink your water. You got to stay, you know. Oh, yeah. Alcohol and altitude. You really have to be careful. I'm watching all these questions come in and all these comments. Alcohol and altitude is a terrible combination. The air is thinner. Your body can't process it as well. And so it dehydrates you even more. And oh, God, those parties were so fun to watch from the stage, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I believe maybe to a certain degree, right? That's when my bouginess comes out. You know, know, because I'm just saying, because Nino and I, we don't drink, right? But I tell him, like, if I was out, I would know what to order if I want to get, like, wine or champagne or a little girl. I know what to order, but I'm not a drinker. <clears throat> like I cannot if I had no alcohol for us, like I'm cool with that. My favorite um, beverage is water, right? So yeah. um, and it's good for you too. I can't agree with you. My favorite beverage is not water. I like what it does, but I get bored with it, so I have to force myself to drink it because I know it's good for my throat and the rest mm-hmm. of my. Life. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to DJ Shy from Florida checking in. But my thing is when it comes to people who drink and what it does to them, I'm like, look, I understand you were having a great time, but you just make sure that great time does not come in my bubble. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because some people do not know how to control themselves. Yeah, that point. Yeah. And at the end of the day. I can't have you messing up what I'm here for. And usually if I'm at an event, I'm either performing, hosting, radio, comedy, you know, so I'm, I'm here working and I don't need you to work my nerves. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I like the separation between the stage and the audience for those Let's types of situations. Hello. Yeah, How are you? Yeah. They're over there. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> I think that's a great question because um, recently, um, I believe the singer Sierra and mm. Russell Wilson they moved, and yeah. I think they yeah, here. exactly. So yeah. they said it was it was something that she had to get used to yeah. in the midst of recording because you know the altitude, everything is totally different. So I love how you said that because a lot of people don't pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing when it comes to being performers. Yes. Or, you know, whatever your your talent is, even if you're great at it, you still mm -hmm. have to exercise your instrument because every platform is different. Temperatures is different. Everything's totally um, different. You know what I mean? So yeah. You have to prepare. Yep. So, so what, what, does, what, does, what does humidity do to you, you know, as, as a singer? It's dry heat out here or dry right. freezing temperatures. Um, so I have to stay hydrated because my body's always trying to keep my throat more, for lack of a better word, moist. I, I didn't want to say hydrated twice, but, um, it's really dry out here, but I noticed that when I sing in places that are on the coast, it's a lot easier, especially if there's not a lot of smog. So I'm basically affected by everything. So I have to coat my throat with really healthy things. I drink a lot of chicken soup. <laughs> I love chicken broth. And, uh, Teas are hit or miss. I like a little throat coat, but you know, when it comes to dry climates like this one, and we're in high altitude and the air is thin, mm -hmm. it's it can be a lot for a person who's not used to it. So people who are traveling in here and they go straight into their show after they land, and then they have to wait for their ears to open from the cabin pressure on the flight, and then they gotta try to be on key too. It's it's pretty rough. It's it's quite the exercise. So Mm-hmm. It it does affect. So so what would be what would be one like one of your go-tos that, that would surprise me that, that helps you with your voice? You know what I mean? A surprise go-to. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm okay. so serious. If you don't sleep, your voice is all kinds of trash. Mm -hmm. So I like to make sure I get at least seven hours of sleep. Now I do have a baby now who's less than two months old. And she finally just had her first two consecutive nights of seven to eight hours sleep in a row. And mm. it has been everything. That's why I said I got sleep last night and I woke up this morning. And those were like, and I'm about to eat steak. So that, yeah. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. I could sing today. Now, Tuesday was, it was my first studio day back since having the baby. And since I had a C-section, that anesthesia and just the recovery affects your lungs. So I had to train before I went in and 
there was part training. So it's constantly, I feel like an athlete a lot of times. And I think mm -hmm. people underestimate if you really care about your craft and your health, people underestimate how much you have to do in order to stay healthy. So I don't drink because I know it's going to dry me up. And I want to give you all my best notes. And plus, I don't want to feel hungover the next day because that's overrated. And so is the actual buzz. I could just be happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? We do. <laughs> the look but on you your know. <laughs> Here come the bougie side to eat your own. If that's what you like, then okay. But I don't understand it. It's not a pleasant feeling. You know, they was like, oh, my God, I had the best time last night. What'd you do? I don't even remember. That's how I know it was so good. I'm like, no. make that make sense. <laughs> pictures come back and now we have social media and it's so much more accessible <laughs> than it used to be where you had to have. I'm reaching way back here, but Polaroid cameras. Now it's like a little vintage cutesy thing that you can have the upgraded version of a Polaroid. But back then you had to like wind it up. Long, long time ago when I was a kid. That's mm -hmm. the time when you should have had your I blacked out moment. I know it was fun. And there are no pictures because it takes too long. How are you supposed to wind up a camera and have fun at the same time? So a lot of times what happened in those places stayed in those places. Now, mm -hmm. just pull out their cell phone and they'll be like, oh, okay. Before you and know it can it. be anyone. It can be anybody. It can be anybody. Even the next it meme. It's a lot of pressure. Not that I was interested in it anyway, but I'm very careful about how I go into the world. Mm -hmm. Not only because I care about my safety, but that's a huge factor too. You know? Absolutely. Back, 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 back in the day, it was just a story that may have been told amongst right. friends. You know what I mean? Now we got now, receipts. Yeah, facts. Facts. <laughs> too many facts. receipts. Yeah. Now you may be the latest meme. You know what I mean? Mm. Facts, so you gotta be careful. Absolutely. Even though, hmm. go ahead, love. Go ahead. No, you'd be doing normal things and become a meme just because you made the like yes. the wrong face. Yes, Look, that's it. I want to be a meme, but I have to make sure I'm <laughs> cute and it's a positive meme. That's why you put a disclaimer in there, okay? Because yeah. I, I express myself a lot. You know, when we on the show and someone says something mm -hmm. I don't understand, I'd be like, what? Mm. Like it's just always different faces, so it depends on which. As long as it's cute, like I'm cool with it. But even though we're like laughing and joking, I love having conversations like this because mm. I want to remind people who are just jumping into the music industry because they feel like it's easy. That there's a lot that goes into creating great quality music, mm. and there's a lot that goes into creating a great quality performance. It's true, you know. It's the littlest things that can just throw you all the way off. Yeah. Like, just go on the stage and sing and everybody hears you perfectly mm -hmm. and everybody knows the music already. And, you know, unless you just travel with your same band and you travel with your same sound crew, you don't just show up and everything is done typically. And mm -hmm. even if it is done, you still got a sound check. You got to rehearse the rehearsal going into it if it's not the band that you're used to can be very taxing. And a lot of times that happens the same day as the show. Absolutely. So you fly in, you wake up at the butt crack of dawn, which means you haven't gotten the sleep you might've wanted. You mm -hmm. get on the flight, which means you're exposed to germs, which I cover my whole head up when I'm on a flight. <laughs> I bring a big light. 
<laughs> I look like a mummy. And I put it around my head and I put it around my neck, around my nose and mouth. And I was doing this before the pandemic. So it, it has always been a thing for me. And I have not gotten sick since I started doing that. Um, and I noticed a huge difference. So you, you go on the flight, you get off the flight, you got to get your bags. If the bag is lost, you may have to shop and get an outfit for that night without it being planned. Then you go to rehearsal after dropping off your bags at the hotel and hopefully that went smoothly. And then you go get dressed and then you do the show. And then afterward, there's like a meet and greet or might have been before the show. It's a long, like it takes yeah. a lot of stamina to do a show and it takes preparation. Like we really love what we do when we're on the stage performing for you. And if we don't, we're probably not gonna be in it very long because you have to love it to do it. And it has to be, it's definitely for me worth the connection I get with the people who bought the ticket and come to see what I'm about to do. Like it's totally worth it for that connection. I love it. It's the travel that I get paid for, not the show. Facts. I love yeah. that. Speaking of traveling, shout out to one of the sponsors of our show, Winnings Escape, the number one travel agency out there. You know what I mean? So shout out to her. And once again, people get caught up in seeing someone's finished product. And I know in the time and hard work the artist put into me. Facts. Yes. Facts. That's very true. That is very true. That is very true. And, and don't make it look easy. That That's even worse. You know what I mean? Ain't like that. Right. You know I mean? right. Yeah, that part. That like, come on. so bad when you do things like that. I want to tell people, like, they be like, yeah, um, I'm performing. I got like a whole half an hour set. I'm like, do you need a whole half an hour? No one even knows your music. They don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I'm, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I was one of those, but I'm great. But here's the thing, See? right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You are you know, hilarious. I'm, I'm just honest, you know? It's honest smile. And mm -hmm. it's just honest, right? But the thing is, if you notice, just like at award shows and stuff, the the mainstream artists, they're mm -hmm. not up there for hours. They all do they hit single and they put so much work in to right. make sure that three to five minutes, whatever time they have, is of quality. Yeah. Hours of rehearsals just to make sure that few couple of minutes is beautiful. Mm -hmm. you know I agree. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. There's to me, there's also value in doing that's my computers. That's my bad. Um, there's also a benefit to having the time, like having an hour and a half to do a whole musical story for an audience. So you'll tell them where you're from, what kind of music, you know, are your influences? You'll do some cover songs and then you'll say, but here's what I wrote. And here's my story. You know what I mean? So there's value in that too. I think there's a place for each one. Neither one of them <laughs> is easy to do because you have to be vulnerable. You have to have stamina to do a long show. But if you have a short amount of time and you have to make it count and gain fans and have people understand you in that short amount of time, you got to turn a five minute song or a three and a half minute song into like a seven minute song. Put the dance moves in there. Put the reharmonization in there. The extra chords and all the special stuff. You might have some pyro if you really huge <laughs> have the feature and all that good stuff i'm working toward that i'm excited to have pyro on a future show at some point 
Nice. So, 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 what's a couple of your your, your go to um, cover songs? Ooh, I like jazz covers. I like standards. So, I, if I have time to do it, I do a Nancy Wilson song called "Guess Who." Have you ever heard that one? I'm not familiar with that, but I will be. Okay, I'm not singing today, only because, you know, I was not prepared for it. But you have to listen to it. It's a story about how she caught her man cheating and he was out with somebody. But it was it's crafted so well. The lyrics are just beautiful. And I can't relate to it now, but I used to be able to relate to it because I did catch somebody cheating on me one, one time in college. Oh, oh my God. Now I'm the email in a short account. And I'm like, you know what? Not only am I dating a cheater, but I'm dating an idiot. Let me go on and just cut him off. <laughs> Move him out of my apartment, and yeah, we haven't always made the smartest decisions, have we? But <laughs> either way, I do that one, and I do Ella Fitzgerald, just any one of her songs. I really like Miss Otis wow. Regrets, wow. and I like um, Nice Work If You Can Get It, and I like her rendition of, um, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, it's not You Make Me Feel So Young. It's a Frank Sinatra song. I lost it. I totally lost it. That's okay. okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> we're going to commercial for three minutes so she can remember now. But <laughs> I know. And then I know we're live. So I'm like, you know what? It's gone. It's gone. Absolutely. Let's absolutely. <laughs> now, um, I'm not a fan fan of jazz where I know like the artist's names in their songs. You know, yeah. and I'll admit that because like I told you, I'm honest. Yes. But I can definitely enjoy it while it's on, if that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. So, same question, but mm -hmm. let's pick the genre of R&B. Oh okay. okay. Love Usher. Something about Usher songs is just so appealing, whether you're singing it or listening to it. And when he came out with Good Kisser, which I have not performed because I kind of, it doesn't make sense. Do you know that song? <laughs> I'm like, oh, the song. I was so glad he was back to his original swag. So I love Usher songs. I love D'Angelo, Lady. Right. Even though I'm singing about a lady and I'm not a lesbian, I just, the groove is just so sick. I have to sing that one sometimes. Um, gosh, I did two male artists in a row. Of course, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, Mariah Carey, I love her. Um, for some reason, I really gravitate toward male singers. I love Maxwell. Oh my gosh, Bad Habit. Um, gosh, there's so many artists that I absolutely love. So but there's no female singers you enjoy singing? Say it again. There's no female singers that you enjoy doing a cover of? I do, I do. I love Mariah Carey songs. Always Be My Baby is really cute. That's and I never get Kids. Oh, um, that's my favorite. I, I love that song. And yeah. honey, honey yeah. is super fun to see. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of drawing a blank right now, but I really, really do. I, I love RB songs. I typically don't cover them. I typically cover jazz songs. Yeah. For whatever reason. And then I'll remix them. I also like 90s um alternative rock. So I'll do, I'll remix. I know. Incubus is one of my okay. favorite. 
of all times. And okay. I, when I went to Southern California, I played at this, this venue I love, and I always sell the show out. It's called Spagatini, and they have the best food. So, And I love to eat. I talked about food when I first came on the screen to describe myself. Um, <laughs> but I went there, and one of my favorite guitarists named Keita Matsuno, he, he loves 90s, too. Like that whole time period, we were like super excited about Incubus, 311, Sublime, all that. So we took a System of a Down song. Do you guys know System of a Down at all? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, just checking. Just, just want to see, kind of like get a feel for you guys and who you guys are musically. <laughs> you guys are DJs, so I figured you guys had heard. Um, we did make, we mixed a System of a Down song, an Incubus song. Like we just, we decided to turn them all into either R&B or Latin jazz, which wow. was really interesting. Oh, wow. Ariel, yep. Ariel became Latin. Ariel's. And then um, we did um, this song by Incubus, which is my favorite of theirs, called Dig. Mm-hmm. That's the only one we did as it originally was was arranged. All the rest of them we changed. So, you know, it, you just never know what you're going to get when you're comfortable with somebody. And I'm really, really comfortable with Keita Matsuno. So we always try something new. And I like to do Beyonce if I were a boy. In fact, I recorded that cover on my Conversations record. And so when we, when me and Keita do that song, you never know what it's going to sound like. It's always different every single time. We don't get to work together often. So we always, he throws curveballs at me all the time, which is the fun part for the audience and for me. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I love, um, you're so smooth, right? Nino, did you pick up when she said her show is always sold out? Yeah, no, I heard that. I like that. I like that. I like that. It's, I like that. That's that venue, which is why I love it, because they always like show up and they always show love. And then I go home with warm feelings, warm and fuzzies, and a check, and some food. That is. You, you the best kind of check. <laughs> I like that. Wow. <laughs> so... Speaking of um, the different variations of R&B and jazz that you love as covers, let's talk about your catalog. Yes. What do you want to know about? <laughs> I have Everybody. so many. Okay. Do we have time is the question. <laughs> we have time for so, you. <laughs> I started my solo career when I released a song called You and I in 2010. And that is, it's my baby because it's the first song I wrote and actually released that, you know, didn't go on someone else's record. And and it wasn't even about my situation. You and I is about, is about a couple who is going through problems in the bedroom. They don't have their connection that they used to have before and they're trying to get it back. Now, I wrote this before I even got married, but I wrote it about somebody else's situation who shall go unnamed, who was confiding in me at the time. Okay. And so... I, I will protect her name, uh, but it turned out to be a great song. I wrote it with my father. His name's Gerald Albright. Uh, hopefully, you guys know who he is too. Jazz saxophonist. Yeah, yeah. Y'all hear that, Gerald Albright? <laughs> He's a goat. You have to yeah. know him. A legend. So, yeah, legend. Facts. <laughs> yes, a legit legend. A legit legend. Legit, not self-proclaimed. Yes. Yes. A legit legend in the game. Grammy nominations and notoriety across the world. Yeah. He's one of the real ones. Yeah. Yes. 
um, he gave me this track and I was like, ooh, I think I could do something with this. And so you and I was born and I wrote the song super fast. Like the words just came out of me because I had just had a conversation, you know, about the issue that such person was going through. And so that was really fun. And it ends up being one of the top 100 uh, in the category of jazz on the iTunes downloads list. So it nice. charted from the very beginning. And I was like, wow. you guys. And it was my first thing that I put out there. The next thing I put out was in 2013. It was an EP called Brighter. Now, between all of my projects, I'm always doing collaborative you know, projects with other people. But as far as my babies, um, Brighter was the first one that I executive produced. I wrote all but one cover. Um, so it had five songs on it that just came straight from my experience and my heart. And I had I was just about to get married to my husband and I wrote a song for him and then made it the title track, Brighter. So y'all got to check that one out. Definitely. Then, yes. And then Definitely. beyond more music started coming out and it just got more and more vulnerable. And it's always about me, my experience, and um, just things that I feel and see. And before I had an actual therapist, music was... You know, writing music was my ther therapy. Mm -hmm. It was just you know, to release it and close the chapter, learn something, and then celebrate it by singing it on stage for y'all. Absolutely. So, so let me ask you a question. Since, since you came out and your first song that you know um, that you put out kind of did numbers, kind of worked for you. Uh, it did. Yeah, you know what I mean? How, how did that help you? Or sometimes that can hinder you if your first project comes out successful you're like ah you're wondering about the next one you're wondering about the next one you're wondering about the next one how, how did that affect you um with your upcoming projects i didn't worry about the next project wow there you go. There you go. i didn't like for some reason i was just you know i was just in it for fun and i had had so many years of being in the background that i was just excited that people were listening and i was excited to collaborate with my musical friends and family you know, it's a really small world. Um, so you get to know people, you get to know their talent, and then you get to play with them and you get to sing with them and collaborate and write with them. It's really actually cool. So I've had fun and I've had enough years where I second guessed myself and, you know, questioned where I was, whether I was good enough. And so, you know, I think by 2010, at least musically, I was at a point where I wasn't worried about that anymore. And I had already passed up four record deals so that I could go to college and have a fallback plan and, you know, work a little bit in the field that I was in, which was education, in order to just make sure in case, because, you know, I love to eat. I can't be a starving musician. So <laughs> I later in life than most people do. So by that point, I wasn't affected. I wasn't worried about outdoing it. I just wanted it to be authentic. I wanted it to be fun and relatable. And it was really just my release. So if anything that I wrote actually sounded pretty good, I paired up with a producer or two and some musicians, and we just we threw it out there. If I was ready to let people know about that aspect of me, I'm still concealing some stuff. Obviously. <laughs> we can tell. Yes. But you know, when I was ready to put it out, I was I was never worried, honestly. Interesting that you mentioned that. I mean, should I be worried about what comes after dishonest smile? 
<laughs> I'm just having fun, y'all. I, I, I got a well, I just I just literally forgot what I was about to say. Oh, no. <laughs> I literally just forgot. T Quest, take this over. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's not that you should be worried, but you know, being in the industry for so long, they always wondering what's the follow up. If you have a great first album, you know, the sophomore has to be that and then some. You know, it happens a lot, and they always have those conversations. So we were just curious when it comes to you in particular, but I love your mindset about it. Yeah, I think God will handle all of that. Like he puts me through certain situations so that I can write something or have something to say and I can make it my testimony. So even if something doesn't do well, I don't take it personally. Mm -hmm. I like just reaching that one small group of people even. So if I reach even more than that, I don't put a lot of pressure on myself. I just, you know, let it handle itself. I don't worry about tomorrow much anymore. I've gotten to that point in my life. So I'm just having, I'm having a blast doing this. I really, really like can sincerely say it's become even more fun. Like this is the most fun I've had. So, you know, the next one probably will be collaborative. Um, just cause I don't get to do that as often as I'd like. Yeah. And so that should be interesting. Cause I typically don't release collaborations um, on my own records. I, it gets released onto theirs. Got you, got you. So now I'm like, okay, let me see if I can write something or cover something and do it with one of my good girlfriends or something in the music industry. Mm -hmm. So, but we all have our lives and stuff. So when it does line up, mm -hmm. I'm really excited about it. Absolutely. There you go. Now remember it. See that? That take me that long. Oh. Have you have you always been able to record what you wanted to record, or you know, sometimes there are like constraints on what you can and can't record. I'm an independent artist, so I do what I want. And that's the short answer. Um, but I have noticed a pattern in what works and what doesn't, because I am paying attention. And typically I will withhold certain songs and I'll I'll say, well, you know, when I'm gonna do a full album, then I'll make it one of the songs that's kind of super artistic that I can throw in there and show people what I can do and just stretch out a little bit. Um, Honestly, though, like if I bother to go in the studio and record it, I really love it. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, you go. I like that. I, like I that. just, I just love it, and I just want to release it. Lately, I've been doing a lot of singles, which means you know they have to be radio ready. Facts. Some of them people are not ready to hear, so I do withhold. Um, but the ones I put out typically, I'm just like, yes, <clears throat> I'm ready to hear all of them. Okay. Ooh, so you you're saying I should put out a full record in the near future? Oh my god! All the songs on there that I've been trying to withhold. <laughs> I don't think you understand that you are what is needed right now. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I I honestly think the audience needs to hear this. You know what I mean? Oh, this is this is something that they need to hear. Real talk. This is definitely something. Is it that time, Nino? It's this that time. Yay! Friday. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's, you know how many yeah, people come to the show and cry? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was really sweet, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. You know oh. why? Because we're just honest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad y'all got it. Because I don't do this just, I'm doing it in fun. It is fun, 
but you know, this is my livelihood and I'm talking about my life. It's yeah. not something that I play with. I don't take it lightly. I'm always working toward doing better and better each time or doing something different each time, at least, you know? And so hopefully you do hear the growth. Hopefully you hear, you know, that things are changing. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. And I think people get stuck. Like for instance, I had to get out of smooth jazz because the smooth jazz industry wanted me to do the same thing over and over again. And I'm like, I don't really do a lot of covers. And I, you know, I know y'all appreciate and like honor these songs and I do too, but I'd rather do them live and I'd rather record from who I am and where I'm coming from personally, Absolutely. you know? So being an R&B soul artist that allows me to stretch out a little bit more and say more, um, I think the R&B soul audience is ready to hear more um, of my experience, more lyrics too, um, than yeah. smooth jazz. A lot of smooth jazz is instrumental, which is great. And you can feel the emotion in it when the right artist is is performing those songs and recording those songs. But mm -hmm. something about, for me, when you put it into words and somebody can connect to it and then you hear people, like you see their mouths moving while you're singing and they're saying what you're saying. And I'm just like, oh my God, like you learned my song. You know what I mean? There's something about Absolutely. that. And there's mm -hmm. something about having a person come back to you and say, you know what? Like you wrote that song for me. I know you wrote that song for me. I know you don't know me, but it was for me. But yeah, especially like when you write about food and <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard the song Eat Something yet that I that I released in 2017. But that was that was the last song where I was just like, okay, we're gonna put it on the record, sure. And everybody loved it. It's a song about food with a double meaning. <laughs> and it's a celebration of love and gaining weight after you get married. Cause I wrote it after, you know, being in my relationship with my husband for so many years, I was like, dang, my body does not look the same. I love my new booty. I love my boobs and my hips, but I got to throw some clothes away and get some new, new. And I wrote about it. And the first line was grew two sizes in two years. Smile is stretched from ear to, from ear to ear. Had to get new lingerie, throw all them bridal gifts away. <laughs> like I went into detail about, I told y'all I wasn't going to sing today, y'all. Made me sing with that compliment, I think. But that song, like somebody came up to me after the show and said, I'm so glad you wrote a song about this because women don't get to celebrate their new booties. And we gyrated like together at the end of the song, like we were dancing and everything. It was, it was great. Like I had these moments all the time with people. Absolutely. Once again, the music that you produce is what the people actually really want and feeling for, you know, I, and that is so true because relationship weight is real and happy relationship yeah, weight. Yeah. Happy yeah. Not the stress weight. eating relationship weight. Yeah, no, no, not that. No. no. Happy. But I was so happy to have bigger boobs. I kept having to get new bra sizes. And I was like, yes, I can't go to Victoria's Secretions anymore. Because <laughs> it's a, an in living color reference from the character named, I think, Wanda. I'm telling my the age. The one that Kim played. Right? Um, It was Jamie Foxx. Oh, oh, Wanda. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I say Wanda? You did say Wanda. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because I'm like, did I say Wendy or what? Yeah, <clears throat> I think he was the one who said Victoria's secretions. Uh, but yeah, I can't go there anymore because my booty got too big. And that's when I knew. I was like, okay, I really got a booty now. <laughs> they wrote a song about it. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm having a fan moment. Okay, no, I'm your fan now, too. Because <laughs> this is the way it's supposed to be when it comes to music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're supposed to be excited about it when you want to hear it. It's just so saturated. Now it's like, oh, you're a music artist? You'd be like, you too? Okay, great. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, but it's just like, you were just, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So um, let's talk about this single. Yes. Dishonest Smile. <laughs> Please explain to the people what this song is actually about. It's better if you just hear it, but I will say um, I was in the middle of having a physical and emotional it was, a, it was physical, emotional exhaustion that was turning into a breakdown as I was writing the song. Uh, I was, I've never been literally on the floor crying and writing a song before. And this was that one. So, and the melody came out so easily. I wrote the song so fast. It, it was just pouring out of me. Now there's some songs where I have to force it and it takes time. This one was just like, I'm crying. I didn't look like this, you know. I had already taken my makeup off and put my serums on. I was in my pajamas and I just broke down. I had just come off of tour and it was a Christmas tour where we had traveled a lot and I was pregnant with my first kid. Hormones were raging. And so I just had this moment where I hid in the bathroom. My husband's, you know, across the adjacent wall has no idea what's going on. And I'm just exhausted and I can do nothing but cry and wonder if joy comes in the morning. That's how sad the moment was that I was in. And so you'll even hear in the song, does the joy really come in the morning? I'd almost rather cry on this cold floor and let you snow cause I still have to brave tomorrow morning with a dishonest smile. Like, I was on the floor writing these lyrics. I finally did ask my husband to come into the bathroom and he came and he brought food, water, all the things he knew on, on a basic level that I would need. And he brought all the love and hugs. But that was a very real moment to write in and to write from. And I think a lot of people, they will fake it and have a dishonest smile. You know, it was it was the day before Christmas Eve, December 23rd, 2019. I'll never, ever forget it. And my last gig was on the 22nd. And I just like, I was, I just, I collapsed. I was done. Mm-hmm. And touring is really hard on the body anyway, but when you're making a person and you're about to start making the glands that make food for the person and you're making a whole nother organ, the placenta and the water and all that. And I'm in high altitude. I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. So it's about just letting yourself be vulnerable um, asking for help when you're not the type of person to do that. You just wear all the hats and you don't say anything. And then you put on this fake smile for everybody and you become really, really good at it. Cause that's what you're taught by society to do, not to be honest about, you know, I actually do need this help and I need to cry on my husband's shoulder or somebody's shoulder. I need to go and call that therapist. You know, you just put the smile on instead and you let the stuff sit in your body 
and stress you out when you could have easily just released it. So this song, writing this song was a release for me. I know I've, I've, I've said a lot, but writing this song was a huge release. And a lot of people didn't know what was going on in my life at the time, not even my in-laws who I was staying with. And it was their bathroom I was crying on. And only my husband knew. And that's after a few months after that is when I found my therapist. I was like, okay, I can't do it. And I'm so glad this song is immortalizing this testimony mm. because now anybody can listen to it and it. even even Selena Albright can go through this. Let me go on and call not better help. Sorry, <laughs> but call somebody, some somebody's therapist, and just work it all out. Talk about it. Talk through it. You know, call a friend to be your moral support and have them go with you if, if necessary. You know, people are going through some serious issues right now, especially not being able to escape them because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, we were forced to be at home and actually deal with our stuff. And ni- 2019 was before the pandemic even hit. So by the time it hit, and then I was becoming a mom for the first time and no help was coming in person to help with that. Oh yeah, like we, We've gone through a lot, and I don't think we're really doing as much about it as we should. It's getting mm-hmm. there. But this song was supposed to encourage people. <laughs> Somebody named Whitney Little Lee said, I totally understand that karaoke is my therapy. I'm so glad you're listening, <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> ah, we needed that to kind of lift the mood a little bit. Thanks. <laughs> like we need, I think this song was necessary, and I it took some courage to release it, I'll be honest, because you don't want to ever admit on a grand scale that you're going through something if you're not used to doing that on a regular basis. But I took a risk here and now I'm all about it. I will tell everybody. I love it. Yeah, that is. Um, and it's a strong song too. You know what I mean? So I'm great. sure I'm sure our audience um, enjoyed it. I'm sure they will enjoy this. All right? I now, Without further ado, we're going to get this on Selena Albright, this out of Smile. This isn't a time when I can just fix my face To hold back the tears is too great a fight So heaven forbid you just might lose sleep too tonight I can't be the good wife and the good mom The good daughter, the good friend I can't be the organizer and the empathizer You're myself and you and them Trying to be convenient for you, but I failed to win that fight. So if you could just hold me tonight, if you could hold me tonight, I don't know just what I'm supposed to ask for. Does the joy really come in the morning? I'd almost rather cry on this. Cold floor, and I just know 
I still have to pray tomorrow morning with the tears on the smile. With the tears on the smile. I think that I'm in rare form. I'm having to mourn the fact that I'm losing my old bones. No longer care what I look like. So heaven forbid you'll see this perfect face tonight. I did the video and everything. <laughs> oh. Shout out Y'all to DJ right? Mel. That's a great song. I'm over here just trying to get in acting mode because when you internalize it, 
it's, it's just too much. It's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. How do you feel when you listen back to the song and watching the video? I go back to where I was, not in a way, you know, that's going backwards. I don't regress back to how I felt. It's just, I remember, you know, um, so the video and the song itself will always have its imprint. You know, I'll always remember um, just the feeling I had and just never wanting to go back to that moment. But, you know, sometimes it's just like that. You can't predict what's going to happen. So it's, you know, you have these moments where you just get exhausted or you get confused and you get disappointed or whatever the case may be. So when I watched it, I was like, ooh, I got to chill a little bit, you know, and it happens every time I watch the video because to see it go from color and reduced down to black and white as I started feeling worse and worse, um, I, I was afraid at the time that I wasn't going to be able to come out of that feeling because it was just so deep. Like I didn't know how I was going to do it by myself. So I had to lean on my husband and God, it was, it, I was that exhausted and that emotionally drained. So, you know, that's why I kept asking, does the joy really come in the morning? Do I have to wait a few or several mornings? So yeah, when I watch it, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty deep for me. It's, it's like watching someone suffer and wanting to reach in and, and help. You know, but you can't change and you can't help your past self. You just have to do better in the future. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. The song's great. <laughs> we both gonna cry on a Friday. <laughs> the song's great. No, question. no. You good? Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna wait to after the show. <laughs> Strong, strong, you say? Strong. I'm going to after the show. Yeah. This, I'm going to need steak. I'm going to really enjoy those flavors of the steak. I need them to make the, <laughs> the fatty edges need to be just the right amount of crispy and just the right amount of crumbly. That, that's what I need. <laughs> this this is going to really Huh? You're my favorite person right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, no, for real, music is such therapy. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. It's so sensitive. And it's like, I love when someone just comes in with a natural gift. And I tell some people, they be like, oh, I just wrote a song or recorded a song where they're singing, rapping, or whatever, with a powerful message. I want you to play it. I'm like, look, I get what you're trying to say, mm. I get what you're trying to deliver. But you didn't. Oh no! It's, I'm just being. I'm just being honest. It, it happens. I'm like. I'm not trying to be rude. But at the end of the day, I have to be honest. Yeah. You didn't hit the mark. But you know, she hit the mark. No. She hit the mark. Yeah. <laughs> you. You know the mark. We're really honored that y'all have me on here because it sounds like you guys um, are very picky about who. Like just you know. Who you have on here and i just really appreciate that you love the song so much that y'all invited me to come on here and be on your platform absolutely um, so strong it, it deserves it de this song deserves light you deserve light you know what i mean um, for real deserve light you know um, absolutely i'm telling you like i see it all the time i'm like i'm sorry your song is not great okay <laughs> like you're i don't feel that emotion if someone's writing a love song right 
Mm-hmm. I want to feel in love when I hear it, even if in that moment I may not be. You know what I'm saying? In this, yeah. Or if you're writing a song, there's something I can relate to, mm-hmm. and I'm not connecting to it, that means it wasn't done properly. Yeah. You know? So yep. it, every element matters from production to the the lyrics to how you deliver the lyrics to the harmonies and the ad-libs and the mix like every component to coming up with quality music it matters you can't drop the ball because it's just gonna ruin the masterpiece and that song is just so beautiful thank you exactly because so y'all have no idea what went into the making of this song and <laughs> like literally, and I, I haven't said this during an interview before, but I feel comfortable here. When I recorded, I purposefully waited until I was exhausted again to record mm-hmm. the vocals so that my voice could crack or could, you know, sound vulnerable enough because, you know, I'm not an actress, not, you know, just not career. It's something I could be interested in doing in the future, but Sometimes you just ha- you have to wait for the real moment to go in the studio and do it. And during that point, when I recorded it, I was going through a lot during that time too. And it was in the middle of the pandemic when I finally mm. recorded it and had the courage. And my son was three months old by this point. And we were dealing with sleep regression and we had just taken a road trip from Texas where we had moved before we had gotten pregnant from Texas all the way up to Colorado so that he could meet his grandparents. And that ride was so long. And and my husband said, let's start the drive in the evening, drive overnight through Amarillo and all that stuff. And all the little villages that have like the, what is it called? The sundown towns where they have the curfew Mm-hmm. talking about for black people yeah. um, I think they're called sundown towns I'm thankful that I don't have to actually experience those firsthand but mm-hmm. we were driving through those in the middle of the night and you know I'm I breastfed so I was nursing my son in our car at gas stations whenever he would get hungry and that was our drive to my parents house so by the time we got there I collapsed mm-hmm. the day after that is when I <laughs> recorded the vocals in my dad's wow. studio in the basement Wow. I was like, this is the time to do it. Dad, can I use your studio? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. You know how to do it, right? Yep. And uh, so I engineered my own vocals that night. It was just me in the room by myself. Wow. Yes. With one mic, a whole mess of buttons and levers and stuff that I didn't probably <laughs> do like two of <laughs> the faders. That's all mm-hmm. I need. For the vocals, for the left and the right ear. That's all I need. Yeah. And Yep, I recorded them by myself and took myself back to that place. It was really, when I think back on it, everything was intentional and that's what makes it. I, I'm proud of myself for having released it because I could have just let it be in the vault for myself to remember what not to go back to, to take care of myself better. But it's it's more powerful as a testimony. I really want I, people to take care of themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, I'm definitely glad that you didn't keep this for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> strong, strong song. Strong song. Strong song. You strong said strong song. about 20 times, and I appreciate that. It means a lot. It is. It, because it is. The, the whole thing. Like, like, like I said, the, it sounds right. 
You know what I mean? It sounds right. It's recorded right. The, the whole, the whole, you know, not you know, the video works. You know, so absolutely. You, you did your thing. And another thing that I do when it comes to people who talk to us, when they have like emotional songs or serious songs, sometimes it be the songs like I understand where you're going with it, right? <laughs> Oh and, my god! You no, know, it's it's a little different. Now, a little different this time, uh-huh. and it's like certain places I don't want to go back to. So yeah. I can enjoy your song in this moment, mm-hmm. but I'm never actually going to request to go back to that moment, right? But right. if you do it the right way, mm. this song resonate, and I feel connected to it. But it's done so well that is a song that our request we already sent it to other um, DJs in our R and B division. You know what I'm saying? Like we've already been sharing it for you. Like it's done so well. Like I would be honored to continue to play this song and listen to this song. It's all about how you do it. Really making. Ooh, I'm gonna eat the heck out of that steak tonight. Have the potatoes and everything. Thank you so much. You know, it's just cool to hear that. That, yeah, I'm just glad it had that effect. I really, it brings me, it tickles me. It really does, because I got to work with my favorite people on this one, and it's only a few. Um, so James J. Rob Roberson is the producer on it. He played all the instruments, every last one. Down to the drums, the key bass, all that stuff. Piano. He's just a genius. And he's straight out of the church. I, I intentionally worked with him on this one because I needed it to have that gospel feel while also having the 90s R&B feel. And even in the video, I was like, this needs to be vulnerable. My husband actually shot um, the video. All I did was stand behind a camera and perform. I chose my wardrobe. I chose my makeup artist. His name is Jeray Daniels. He's amazing. And I said, I want to look toe up as much as possible without worrying people. (laughs) And so I had just gotten my hair done. We did all of this to it and put the hairspray and stuff and tried to make me look as messed up as possible without going too far. Because you can't go all the way there. I don't want people to worry. And literally between takes, my son was part of the video too. He's walking between my feet and stuff like that. (laughs) It was a beautiful process putting this out. And it was mixed by a Grammy award winning mixing engineer. And his name is Robert Horn. He's amazing. And he does all this stuff. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. You've heard heard him before? Great. No, I'm just listening to you. Listen to this song right now. You know oh, what I mean? This this is it sounds great. It sounds great. Thank it's you. Great. If you only knew, like there are so few people involved in this song, but it's like a few of my favorite people to work with from beginning to end. And the person who edited the video, BZ Films, his name is Marshall Blue, one person you know, and we were each, we've all each been in these situations before where we were exhausted and they all brought their A game 
to this song. All I had to do was send um, a concept vocal, like a scratch vocal to James J. Rob Roberson. And he built all that around the vocal. And it, I mean, just the way it turned, it couldn't have been more perfect. So I'm so glad y'all love the song and I appreciate y'all supporting it so that people can be blessed by it. You know, I'm really over with this one, I'm happy. This is a great Thanks. song, great song, great song. You great are song. your earrings. Ah, yeah, thank you. I saw that too. No, that just fit in like perfectly into the into the screen, right? It really did. It really did. I'm just trying to keep it light because as soon as I get off here, I'm a ball like a baby. Mm-hmm. I and like I'm gonna I be like you. you. I'm like just, just, just hold me. Oh. <laughs> that actually is in the song. Come hold me in the song. <laughs> That's why I said it. You, you know, want to go under a blanket after you hear it, you know. Mm-hmm. But there is some hope in it too. There's always hope in it. If I'm gonna put it out there, there's gonna be some kind of. I'm looking forward to the joy after this, but this doesn't feel very good right now, mm-hmm. kind of situation. So you know, I'm glad that God gave me the gift of joy. I think that's the thing that's been carrying me through all the situations like this that I've been going through. And that he made me smart enough to actually fix problems rather than just sit on them all day for years. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there you go. This, please, everybody, get therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please get therapy because my shop is closed. Oh! <laughs> and if you're not paying me, <laughs> I'm not. I'm at the point like I helped out so many people one time that I became sick at the end because I gave them all of me. Oh. And everyone's like, oh, thank you so much. It was to the point I was shut down for like a week. I, I have literally nothing else to give. So now I limit my time. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I'm already a busy person. But I'm just like, I don't understand how my mentors who do this all the time, how do they do it? And I can't. And you know why? They hand select the people. Oh. I gave an ear. To everyone, yeah. Oh so, yes, I do. That's it's not gonna work. I gotta regroup, rebuild. So when if some people are talking to me, like I'm listening and I'm giving advice, but you know, it's all everything's about timing. Because at the end of the day, I can help you, but I still gotta make sure I help me too. This is true. And even yeah. restaurants say, "Hey, we reserve the right to refuse service to anybody." <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant can do it. Even McDonald's then. <laughs> you can do it for your your nuggets of wisdom that you're giving to everybody that they most likely, if they're still coming to you, aren't following your advice anyway. Uh, you know, and then you I, just spend I all that. that. <laughs> I was like, look, don't call me no more. What do you mean, Quest? I'm like, you talk about the same thing every time. I give you wonderful advice for free. Mm-hmm. You like drama. You like confrontations. Just own up to it, okay? Yes. <laughs> I know, I know. I cross my eyes all the time. <laughs> my mom's like, they're going to stay that way. It hasn't happened yet. It has been years. But yeah, it's true. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you the number to a therapist so I can help you. And you can there it is. you invest in yourself and invest in your personal growth. Then you'll actually follow the, <laughs> the advice that's been given to you over again but you pay for it absolutely no i'm i'm uh i handpick people who 
I feed into as well. And I, you know, I try only to give from my excess. That's one thing that my mom always told me to do. Like, if you're going to give, make sure you're full first and then give. So, you know, this is a rough week. I had a massage therapist come over and I treated myself to a massage just earlier today. You have to do that sometimes. And you got to eat the steak. I've mentioned this steak about three not even back to take me on the date yet so you know yeah. we have time but i i really did have a good time talking to y'all i feel like we're already kin this and was meant to happen yes well, i want to do it again for the next single yeah, and anything anything that that you have or upcoming or whatever that you just want to you know what i mean just, just hit, hit us up um, okay. Because we, because, because we have literally given this um, to um, other members of our army division, mm-hmm. and I got other DJs okay. that hit me up. This is one of the songs I like recommend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I'm mean, like, yeah, you need to listen to this. One. Okay. And, and this is one. This is one of those songs. So. I Absolutely. I mean, y'all know where to find me, and now I know where to find y'all. So yeah, you know, I do have yeah. something that's going to come out. I definitely will be letting you guys know. Y'all will be one Please of the first. Yeah, Please do. we would even do a listening session with the DJs if you want. Let's do that because I would Just, like to know I have a gospel song and a song about homelessness, and I want to know which one of those. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to decide which one is the next to release. Oh. So, so what we'll do is we'll blend the R&B division and the gospel division on the same oh. Zoom, mm. and then we all will be there together for you for the listening party. Give your yeah, we'll do that. There you go. See, we yeah. I would love to do that. And go. I don't get to do that very often. Usually I make the decision myself, but I would love to hear from people who actually do this. And I would love to hear from the listeners too. So if we have two singles and your listeners can just say, hey, which one is the bop? Mm-hmm. We could do that. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited so too. Shoot. Let's make it a thing. Absolutely. We'll be the host, of course. Um, <laughs> I welcome back. I know you guys. We've already built the rapport. I feel like y'all are family. Let's do it with y'all. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely gonna set that up. You got, you got any um, final words for our viewer viewers um, out there? I would like for you guys to know where to connect with me because I want to get a chance to know each and every one of y'all um, mm-hmm. because I'm the one who actually does my own social media and my website. So SelenaAlbright.com. Look at how it's spelled at the bottom of the screen. Oops, I'm I'm backwards. I like that she's doing that. I like that. L-I-N-A. Don't make me have to cross my eyes with you again. It's I. And you can go to selenaalbright.com or at Selena Albright everywhere. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this. Even if you weren't in real time and you're listening after the fact, I appreciate y'all supporting this, supporting this radio station um, and Dishonest Smile and all the rest of the bops I got that you may not know about yet. I want y'all to check those out too because they're still golden. <laughs> that is, that is. Selena Albright, somebody y'all need to have on your radar. Y'all definitely Me need to have on your radar. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely do. Well, I'm excited to be part of her new media PR team because wow. <laughs> look, that's all it takes is just to be professional, you know, have a great positive energy, a great story with the product to back it up and they were happy to help promote it so that was easy but- <laughs> yes. 
Absolutely. So this has been super awesome. And I'm honored. We're definitely going to stay in contact to let us know when the um, when you want to do it so we can have enough time to like contact everyone yeah. to put it together and uh, we're going to have some fun so once again we appreciate you Selena Albright with yeah. her new single Dishonest Smile you can find on all streaming platforms out there <laughs> ah, I love your voice you really oh, are the you. Voice you're the thank voice you. goddess you know, I'm going to say that after the show for our two-minute after break. But, yes, this has been great. This has been absolutely been great. Um, and, yes, shout-out to Selena Albright for sharing her story and her song and everybody on the check-in. And you guys know if you missed the information, shame on you, but you can always catch the recap on YouTube.com backslash TQSGLM. Remember to follow Selena Albright as well as DJ El Nino and your girl T Quest at T Quest G L M. And you guys know we're here for each and every one of you. So if you ever need us to help you elevate in your brand, hit us up. Hey, you. Me? Yes, you. What up? Are you ready to take your brand to the next level? Hell yeah. GLM Designs can help you with just that. Word? From laptop skins, you want promotional flyers. Yo! Promo videos? I need that! OBS switch overlays and backgrounds. Hey yo, let me get that! Professional one sheets and so much more. Oh my god. Please visit our website WatermeWorld.com today to check out our designs. Get it! Follow us on social media at Gotta Love Me World. Follow us! GLM Designs are here to take care of all your graphic needs. The T Quest Show with DJ El Nino, relatable, formative, yet entertaining. If you think you can handle being a guest on the show, contact us today. We've interviewed independent artists to mainstream, regular folk to celebrities. You never know who's gonna be our special guest, and one day it may just be you. Follow us on all social media platforms at T Quest GLM and DJ El Nino. El Nino. El Nino.